Welcome to the Story Mode Podcast. I am your sickly host, Jesse Munro, and tonight I'm joined by two very excitable young lads, Kyra Morrison, Simon Evans. Are you doing well? Doing very well. Just been game, a good week. Just, just been playing the game of the year for the past couple of days, you know? We've already done a Jedi Survivor talk, okay, Simon? <laughs> so we'll, we'll get there eventually. Karen, how are you doing? Yeah, look, I must Baby. echo the sentiment. I'm feeling pretty good for similar reasons. Uh, if anything, I'm sad because I'm not doing that right now, but it's fine. I'll happily put it on pause to chat to you lovely lads about this incredible video game we're playing. Now, listen, you can probably guess that we are going to talk about our, our initial impressions of uh, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We're going to avoid story. We're going to avoid like major spoilers. And again, this is our early impressions. I think in a few weeks' time we'll do a full-on review because we are just licking the tip of this game. I think that's the saying that people use. <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly certain that's one I hear used a lot. I know yeah, we don't. Definitely. You know, we mainly talk about games and movies here, but I do like to talk about TV every now, every now and again. And again, excuse me, I'm very sick still. I don't know what's happening to me. I, I am wasting away. Um, so my brain's dissolving, so I apologize. But over the weekend, I did watch or finish a show that is currently on Amazon Prime. Have you guys heard of a show called Jury Duty? I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, my partner's been talking to me about it. It's the funniest show I've watched in the last few years. Actually, probably equal with what we do in the shadows. Oh. Um, it is a Dang. show, uh, you know, like a pseudo-mockumentary documentary reality show about a, a jury in America. Um, the thing is that everyone's an actor. Bar one person, Ronald, the tall hero that we all need in our life. Um, it, it a show like that could go really outlandish, and he would like kind of work out it's a bit much, or it would feel cruel. This show toes the line. It has so much heart. The comedy lands, and it has um, oh, I've completely blanked on his name now, which is a running joke in the show as well. What's the human actor in the Sonic films? Oh, um, Ben Schwartz, name? is it? Not Ben Schwartz, the the, the, oh, the, the bloke, Cyclops. the man. Yeah, um, Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops. God. What's in the notebook? <laughs> Shit, what's the name? James Marsden. Yeah, but- James Marsden. James Marsden is in the show as himself. Oh my god! So he's been called in for jury duty. He's he is hysterical. There is a scene involving a bathroom. I regret watching it while having a chest infection. Because I almost, I almost died. I almost blacked out from <laughs> laughing. It was so, so funny. Um, some of the most memorable characters. Seriously, watch it because I need to talk to people about it. It's got like a, almost like a Nathan for you sort of vibe to it. Oh, it just feels good. Feels good to watch. I have to give it a watch because I've got two TV shows that are about to wrap up in the next few weeks in Succession and Barry. So I don't have an empty slot for a television viewing. Well, shove this up at your slot. <laughs> And you will enjoy right it. up in the slot. Believe me. Now, speaking of um, putting things in slot, I don't know. That wasn't good. No. Good enough. You've done better. That was quite questionable. Speaking of questions, fuck yeah, saved it. You gotta, you know, even when I'm sick, I'm still on the ball. Um, this duck, this little rubber duck, has got some uh, questions to ask. So, can we get a quack? Can we get a quack in the chat? Quack, 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 quack. 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 All quack. right, this week's quack. random question quack. generated quack. question quack. is. Quack. What's, what's the story behind one of your scars? I will take emotional scars as well. <laughs> Not for this podcast, you won't. <laughs> yeah, God, we have to keep it under two hours, don't we? Yeah. 
Jamie, hey, do, this, do either welcome, you welcome have... to the story mode therapy session. I, um, I think I've That's got... all these episodes... <laughs> I think I, I can't see it very well here, but at one point I did have a bit of a scar on my forehead from when I ran into, like, the corner of a glass table as a kid. Why'd you do that? Oh. Um, I don't know, man. For fun, I guess. <laughs> Might. Was it? I feel like a psychiatrist now. Was it fun? Not, I mean, I don't remember, <laughs> so potentially. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Uh, like I want to be playing Legend of, Zelda, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That'll be $850. Don't try and book another session. You won't get one. Uh, but my mental know, health. <laughs> that is so accurate. <laughs> Simon, how about you? Uh, I've currently got a scar just above my belly button because um, I had a hernia operation just shy of a year ago. Um, yeah, I had a hernia. I had to get it fixed. How do you get a hernia? How did I? I, 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 don't, I don't know. How does it happen? Like, what, like it's all your muscles are like, nah, I want, we want to be at the front row. It's, your, yeah. it's like all your guts are like, nah, back away. Yeah. It's a bit Excuse of a me. Flight. Come through. Got to gotta, gotta go through. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. So if you, if you pull your muscles in the wrong way, basically your guts can sort of poke out a little bit. Weird. How fun is doing? the human body is just disgusting. It's just filthy. The human like, body is weird. Simon, I say this with all respect. You're not a fucking gymnast. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, I don't expect you to be tying yourself into a pretzel and having no. your gut spill out of your belly button. No, I honestly don't know. Don't know how it happened. Um, yeah, look, it, it does happen quite often, especially around the abdominal region. So, ah, no, I'm not, not too. Wait, where else would it happen? <laughs> I mean, you, it can it can happen basically anywhere, what, anywhere what? that you've got muscle. Yeah, you're, you're you rocking like a, this as well right now. He's not ready for this information. <laughs> I'm worried about all the hernias I have on the horizon because my my <laughs> muscles and such. <laughs> hey, with all the coughing I've done over the last two weeks, I'm gonna have a, I've got an eight pack. Okay, well, that's the thing. It, could, it could it could could have been something like that. I could have had a cold and been coughing a lot and just fucked it that way. It could have been at the gym. It could have been I don't know. I was in the shower and I was like cleaning out my belly button fluff. Sorry, it's a bit gross, but okay. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa hold up, hold up. We've said grosser. Also, details, please. <laughs> I was just how much fluff do you get? Belly button fluff. Hygiene is good. Uh, hygiene is important. Hygiene is important. We support cool. hygiene here, but I also wanted to know how much fluff. Uh, you know, how much fluff you carry in there, Sai? Uh, look, not a lot if I can help it, but sometimes, especially if I get like a new couple of new shirts and I wear them. Consecutive days, I end up with a little bit. Right, Are you one of those out. guys? Like, so for people who haven't seen Simon before, he's got a luscious hair, head of hair. Very, very jealous of it. And he's a little bit, he's a little bit shorter shaved than normal, but he, he can grow yes. a bit of a beard. Are you one of those guys who can grow a lot of hair on their head, but has a very mm-hmm. rather hairless like chest and stomach? No. Oh, if you could hear man, if you could hear that little like ding sound that was the sound of my penis hitting the button of my jeans with how if i just got when um simon showed me his chest hair <laughs> yeah so hairy around anyway i was so that's why it's important to and that's know, our sponsor manscape uh thanks to Manscaped. <laughs> guys i really wanted to get um like ads so i can just make the dumbest fucking commercials for him if you have a yeah. business if you're listening and you have a business i will advertise it for free if you have a podcast, if you have a band, if you have a YouTube channel, if you just have a Twitter account of note, you tell me and I will advertise for you. Like Simon's advertising to me right now with his Zelda mug, you fucking corporate shill. I'm a shill for very few things, but one of them is The Legend of Zelda. 
So that is a hill I will happily die. Right. That's how he did his hernia, bending over backwards for um, Zelda defense. Yeah. I mean, Zelda <laughs> defense. Zelda's great. I have scar. I, I have many scars on my body. But um, I've, I've shown you guys this one on my arm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've talked about that. Oh, no, Anytime. that's an old blog I've done. I want to do an episode of um, Love Letters, which will come back eventually, where I talk about FIFA 2005 or whatever the fuck it was. Post 9-11. I remember that much. But <laughs> I like how that's the, the key. That's, that's, that's like my BC kind of thing, okay? <laughs> yeah. Fair. fair enough, um, I guess. <laughs> everything was happy before then. Yeah, we had no. Pokemon. True. Well, we saw Pokemon, but you know, Pokemon, we used to watch Pokemon in the morning. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I didn't have to pay bills. And then it happened. And now I have to pay bills. I don't know if there's a correlation there, but I don't know. <laughs> That's leave Thanks that to, to the Osama political. Bin Laden. Leave that to the political commentators. Yeah, Sam Bin Laden, enemy of the show. Ugh, <laughs> pretty, pretty safe. Jerk. Safe enemy to call out. Jerk. There. But speaking of jerks, when um, Italy beat Australia in the World Cup by cheating, mind you. Okay, um, that's right. Controversial take on an old old game of because I, I I jump on the soccer bandwagon or football bandwagon, if you will, um, when Thank the World you. Cup rolls around. And yeah, we lost. And then I was walking to Video Easy with a mate, and we were like playing like some bottle soccer. There was a plastic bottle on the ground, we're kicking it around. And then I saw another bottle of water sitting in a bit of a patch of mud. I took a real good kick at it. Very good kick. Still in the air, some say. Okay, brilliant, brilliant form. But I slipped backwards in the mud. How was I meant to know? And I uh, snapped my uh, humerus, the, the, the bone between your elbow and your shoulder. Which I imagine it clean in half. Didn't come out though. I was going to say, snapped right there, Simon. I was going to say, that's not very humorous. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't worry. I used that joke a few times. And then when I got more serious news down the track, I stopped using it. But the doctors kept doing it. I'm like, ha, 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 I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> um, anyway, you broke that. I started laughing. My friend's like, ha, ha, oh, shit. <laughs> um, my, my arm was at a wrong angle. I was in shock, obviously. That's why I didn't feel it. Anyway. Da, 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 da. Um, I couldn't move my arm for months, and all I could do was clench my fist slightly because I hit the nerve. They thought they thought that I completely severed it. If I had severed the nerve, I would never move, move my arm again. Because then the nerve is what you know when you hit your um, funny bone, mm. you're hitting the nerve that wrapped around the elbow. That's the one that they thought the bone had gone through. Oh. And if you lose that, you yeah you you're cooked. I just want to circle back real quickly and once again reiterate. The human body is just the worst. What a f- it's the worst what a fragile is the sack of meat. <laughs> but it's also incredibly not fragile at the same time. Like I'm, I'm like sorry, Simon. Like you just you just said you came apart like <laughs> like dropping a bowl of spaghetti. Okay, it's <laughs> the weirdest like analogy the, you've gone for in a Simpsons while. When with that gas that turned people inside out, oh, you that had that happened to you. For no reason, and you're like, oh, the body's strong. <laughs> Stop shilling for Nintendo. Stop shilling for the human body. Okay. <laughs> they both have their ups, but they both certainly have their downs. Okay. I know, but my, my point is people can like fall out of buildings and then walk away mostly unharmed. They can do whatever the they want. Time, people... But then at the same time, you like you fall over and land on your neck wrong, and that's it. You're paralyzed Just, for you're life. You're toast. Like, it's so fucked. The human body's mental. It does genuinely feel like the human body sometimes just like rolls a dice when you're falling. It just goes, uh... Yeah. Sorry, it's a one. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, not one. Sorry. <laughs> That's par- paralysis. Yeah, like, you know, you get to that age and it's like, 
It's like, oh, what, what, like, you know, what happened to Nan? It's like, oh, she fell. It's like, <laughs> so is she okay or is she dead? Like, yeah. yeah. It could be either. It could be both. Coin toss. She's dead, but she wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing fine. Um, yeah, so I lost all, all the movement in my arm. This is actually, kind of, this is actually loose back around to video games, which is going to be a great segue into our main topic. Um, lost all the movement in my arm. This is when I was like 15, 16, so clearly I became ambidextrous in that time. Um, also, annoyingly, it was a few weeks after I bought a bass guitar, which I used to play guitar. I wasn't good at it, but I had one. Um, doctor said, you know, I had like a 5% chance of removing my arm again. They did surgery. They put a plate in there and screws and stuff like that. And they, they checked the nerve and it wasn't actually cut. It was shredded. When the bone snapped, it ran up the nerve and just cut into pieces. So they said, look, there's a chance we'll get movement back. Um, and I did like, uh, uh like physiotherapy and stuff for m- months and months and months, but because I wasn't seeing instant improvement and I was a teenager and I was very, very moody because I didn't see improvement. I just gave up on doing exercises. So I started playing video games with a very limited movement I could in my hand. I'd put my chin on the analog stick. I'd play FIFA and I'd play burnout. And those little micro movements basically helped me teach my arm to work again. So I've got like 95% movement back. But um, yeah, I mean, look, I don't even have a full move in my arm and I can still hold this podcast together. So Thanks, video games. <laughs> That's because of your impressive shoulders. Could you imagine me at 100%? Carry this burden. We're not ready for that. I'll be fucking voicing Ganondorf, okay? <laughs> cowards. Speaking of cowards, well, that was nothing. No. Guys, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom came out last week. A game we have been looking forward to. And I, despite the fact that I've played it, I still don't believe it's come out. It's it's weird. I, I still I feel can't fathom it. I feel exactly the same way. It, it, and I got everything. Like I've got. <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll get into you, that in a moment. You cleaned out Nintendo. <laughs> I did. I, I love Simon. Just if you go listen to all of our episodes, which you can on Spotify and iTunes, and all good podcasting platforms, none of the bad ones. If you go listen to all the episodes, Simon flicking between hating capitalism. And being its major spokesperson, it's such a jarring flick of the dial back and forth, back look, and forth. But no corporations are your friends. Don't trust any corporation. It's Capitalism not. is evil. Blah, blah, blah. You'll but at the same you'll time, if you produce something that before. looks really fucking pretty and it's and you produce a game that's really fucking fun, kind of more likely to buy into it. Everyone's got their weaknesses, Jesse. So, right? so sorry. I'm just breaking, cool enough to be able to choose mine. Breaking... um. Uh, news and yeah, the hot takes that you come to story mode gaming for. Simon just said, <laughs> "Good games are good." Okay, damn straight. Shocking. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> and I mean, speaking of good games, this is a very good game. This is the 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 follow up to Breath of the Wild, which is if somebody says Breath of the Wild is the greatest game ever made, all right, that's fair. It was yeah. recently I picked can, in that that list they did before those all the um games writers and. You know, people in the industry and all that, like they picked a hundred, they basically collated a bunch of responses through surveys and Breath of the Wild was number one. So by that did list, yeah. Did you guys yeah. ask your opinion on that one? The list? Yeah. Did you guys get ask your opinion on that? <laughs> no. Yeah, me either. Hmm. Weird that. Mm. Fucking can- cancel culture, I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> they Look, I looked all at right, the list and I saw how far down Metroid was. They didn't want my opinions, clearly. Oof. What, what Sorry, would have buddy. been just? I know this is off topic really quickly. What would be the the kind of um, uh, outlying game in your top ten? The outlying game. A game in your top ten that won't be in anyone else's top ten. Journey for me, probably. 
Ooh, oh, good uh, no, Journey, Journey I, was on that list, wasn't it? Uh, no, but oh, sorry, that's about if we that would if of, of I had to pick ten games of right? your top ten. Yep, go, 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 yeah. yeah, Journey would probably be the outlier on my list because the rest of them would be. Like, How's it similar? Because mine would be Inside. Joel heard that mm. and he's like, he's like disgusted. <laughs> that's why he's on the podcast. <laughs> Just wait, we'll start talking about Avatar two in a minute. Save oh, it for Joel. Then he'll get he'll get he'll get, he'll get, he'll get a real chub. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he wins the, our draft so bad. Me too. I really. I want to rig it. <laughs> Look, maybe, maybe we just give it to him. Whoever wins first can just give him the prize anyway. It's like a good effort. Now, participation trophy. It's still early on in the game's lifespan. We have all put differing amount of time into it. Simon, you've said you reckon you put about forty hours into it. Uh, look, close to close to. 40, yeah, don't do don't do another hernia doing that. Current, <laughs> how long do you reckon you've played? I mean, I reckon I must be getting close to like 15, 20 at this point. Hours, not minutes, by the oh. way. Well, somebody already beat the game in like 95 minutes know, or something like that. I can't yeah, I know. wait to watch it when I'm finished. Um, I know, that's the thing. I'm probably close to, to 10. So if you haven't played the game yet, don't stress, we're going to avoid major spoilers for the story or major story beats. You may hear some. Some of the evolving world we're going to talk about, but we've we've barely scratched the surface as well. Uh, so that's just your fair warning. In a few weeks' time, we'll probably do a more in-depth review because we really need to get into this one. Let's just start from the jump. Breath of the Wild had the Great Plateau. To be sign off, you come out of the cave, you've been sleeping, wake up. All right, I'm here. This is Hyrule. What are we doing? In uh, whatever this game's called, Tears of the Kingdom. I hate these acronyms. Tot-tick. It starts off with a bit of story, which we won't, we won't get into. And then suddenly you're in on the Skylands, the Sky Islands. What did you guys what do you guys think of the Skylands as as a as an opening area? Actually, I thought it was a little bit more intimidating than the than the Great Plateau, because I feel like the Great Plateau is you could see basically how far it sort of stretches out and stuff like that. Whereas with um with these Skylands trademark ending was like <laughs> I was like, mm, is there more stuff over there that I just like I I didn't have full visibility of everything. So I was like, maybe there's a lot more to this place than I realize. And sort of had a little bit of FOMO going through it as well. I'm like, oh have I have I have I skipped something? Have I missed something? Important? But you want to get to the ground, don't you? You like you want to get to Hyrule, but it's like ah Yeah. Like because even when you play Breath of the Wild now, like we will put hundreds of hours in Breath of the Wild, you'll still pl- I, I could pick up today and I'll find something I've never seen before. Yeah. Oh, without fact. And I'm terrified that like how much do you need to squeeze out of that first area to get it? Mm. I got frustrated and tried to rush my way through it. I thought I broke it actually, and this is skipping ahead a little bit to the powers. You know those floating um uh blocks. Yeah. Like like a better term, if you put weight on them. They start moving down. So I thought, I'll put two logs in there. I'll jump on. Elevator to Hyrule. Some of the moves have limitations. The logic in this game is outstanding, but if you do that, it will take you a really long, long time to sink, and then suddenly the block and the logs will just disappear and you'll die. So yeah. thanks, Nintendo. Do everything. Sure, mate. Sure. Well, I mean, Cowards. they seem to have put a, on most of the interactable stuff like that without... Going too further, like they seem to have like a limited amount of time they can exist in the world, which I guess is to, I don't know if it's to like, yeah, just to set a rule, yeah. a base rule, like with everything you can interact with. It's like, look, 
you can use this for a while, but will eventually disappear. Has that become a frustration for you guys? Because Sophie's brought it up and she's like, you know, I make a boat and then I walk off two seconds, come back and the boat's gone. So, yeah, look, that is sometimes a bit of a point of frustration, particularly I, I thought I designed this cool little thing and was flying through the sky, basically, for a little bit. And then it just vanished. I was like, I was enjoying that. I was having a great time. Yeah. It's a and you've bit. taken that away from me. But I, at the same time, I get it. Like, I, I understand it's got to put some restrictions in place to stop everything from just falling over. From the, for the Switch exploding. Yeah, pretty much. Especially this game. I can't believe it even runs on Switch. Holy <laughs> shit. So when you walk out of that cave and you get to see the sky, did it, have this, it didn't have the same impact as Breath of the Wild when you walk out of the cave, did it? Um, I, I actually don't love the starting area here, to be honest. I understand the purpose, and we'll get to that in a moment. I don't love it. Because when you step out, you see a, it is a finite space. You mm. see the edges, and it's like, oh, that didn't happen in Breath of the Wild. Like, you saw mountains in the distance. And you're like, oh, maybe I can get there eventually. In here, it's like, I can see the corner. That's as far as I can go here. I think sort of the opening segment for me, it kind of... Yeah, it, it didn't hit the same way that Breath of the Wild did. Partially because Breath of the Wild, I think, has... Because it was the first in this sort of style. So it was a complete departure from the series in many ways. In series traditions and stuff. And so that sort of opening segment. And yeah, it pans over Hyrule. You can see a lot going on. And you're like, wow, this looks amazing. I can see everything. Whereas this, you walk out, get a little bit of a view. And oh, yeah, there's a cloud. Can't really see much past that cloud, I guess. Oh well, I can see some stuff below, I guess. But I'm already used to the world at that point. Like, I'm already used to Hyrule. Obviously, I want to know what's different, but I'm like, eh, I'll get to it. Yeah, I, I first of all, Jesse's still muted at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> um, so it's just I, I didn't know a good way to tell you that, but uh, I kind of I do agree a it little happens. bit. The Great Plateau, I guess, is a nicer starting area, but at the same time, with how they were doing this as a sequel, like they. I don't even know how they could have really matched it. Like, they couldn't just put you back on another spot mm. of Hyrule. So I think they sort of made the best of what they could from these, like, starting Sky Islands. Sorry, Skylands. Trademark Bend. Trademark, yeah. I, I kind of get why they did it, though, because, like, you've got all these new powers, and they didn't want to, They wanted you to touch down in Hyrule knowing how Hyrule now works. Not yeah. having it that, okay, you have to go from here to here to here in order to get your powers. Give all your powers, and the game starts when you get to Hyrule. Uh, you, 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 there's a bit of story and, and all that in the Skylands and you understand the, me the mechanics and we'll get through the new powers. The new powers are, well, some are better than others and the ones that are better are amazing so and the ones that aren't are forgettable. So I just keep forgetting <laughs> to use them. There's one that's forgettable that I'm coming around on is what I'll say. <laughs> oh, let's, just, let's, yeah, just, let's jump into the powers. Which, which one do you think? Let's start from the bottom. I mean, which is a forgettable one for you? I was talking uh, in the lead up. I was talking about this as well, but for me, I was worried it was going to be ascend, just because I was like, I don't know, like I'll just walk somewhere. But I'm coming around on it. I have cheesed many a puzzle <laughs> with the power of ascend it's and so rewind. Recall, sorry. Like you call it rewind, it's fine. Well, I, that's what it is. But it's, you threw you threw me off earlier at the start. I was like, did you guys know that recall ultra hand and recall can work in tandem? Yes. I, I found that and out watching you, a video today. So somebody makes, made a hammer and you pick it up with ultra hand and you sort of just move it around the area. And they're working like a Hinox or something like that. They move around the area and they drop it. And Hinox wakes up, starts walking towards you. 
then you recall on it and the hammer picks up and it follows that same path with the same momentum that you were swinging around with and it just keeps yep. smacking the highness over and over and over and yeah. over again <laughs> and kills the thing. What the fuck? This is like yep. hacking a game via the menu screen. This That doesn't make any it sense. Is. Like, that that is part of the world. It, it, oh my God. And yeah, like I said, there's so many puzzles that I've cheesed through by going like, oh yeah, well, uh, oh no, I fucked up. That's okay. I'll just hit recall and fix my mistake and end up in a better position than where I started. Great. I love it. If only there was recall in life. If only. It'd be handy. Uh, it would be. But we all have an ultra hand in real life. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> ultra hand is one of the best powers to ever been in the game. So with ultra mm-hmm. hand, you can pick stuff up. Cool. Actually, you actually use it as a, just a pickup tool more often than I expected. Yeah. But the thing is, you use it to build things. So you could stick things together. It is complex at first. And there are a fair few moving parts because it is so dynamic and ri- like deep, the system. But the things you can make are everyone is doing things in different ways to each other. And that makes me so happy. In Breath of the Wild, it's really cool because we were talking about this before. You know, you could talk to your friend and who took a left when they left the cave and you took a right and you have these completely different stories. In this one, I'm finding people are having just different builds. Like, oh, how did you beat this shrine? Oh, well, you know, rather than using this wheel, I use this L piece to like hook over a line, stuff like that. It's so cool. What's the best stuff you've built with Ultra Hand? Ooh. Or scene built? Uh, see, I, I think for me, it was a... It, it was a thing I was talking about earlier. I had a plane, I'm going to call it. I had jets attached to the side. I had fans attached. And I took off, and I flew. I had a couple of batteries, so it wasn't draining my very limited battery power. So I had a couple of batteries attached to it, and I just, I just fucking flew. That was so fucking fun. That was so much fun. I just flew off into the distance for ages. I mean, and then it vanished underneath <laughs> me. <laughs> That'll happen. Um, Sorry about you. Look, I mean, I've just, I've done some pretty crazy builds. None of them, none of them particularly stand out just yet, but like just small things. The, my favorite thing I've made so far was, wasn't even with Ultra Hand, it was with Fuse. And it was for, I saw a video about it, which was for Skateboard Shield. And it is so much fun. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Just tell me, how, what do you fuse together? So literally just any shield and just fuse a minecart to it and you get a skateboard shield. So I went back to the, for two, the Sky Islands Dumb for the tutorial game. and went up to the minecarts and fused it together. I'm like, sweet. And then you can legitimately, you can just sort of, you can do it with regular shields as well. Just like grind along the rails. It's great. It's so good. Amazing. <laughs> it's Holy a Tony Hawk game now. I about that in, a, in advance. So, wait, before we get into Fuse, because I actually have concerns about Fuse. Yeah. Ultra Hand, the one thing I built, the best thing, real long bridges. Oh, yeah. Everything can be sold with a really That's- long bridge. All you need is like 10 logs. And you know what, Jesse? Because it, <laughs> because if our, this engine works, a bridge can also be a ladder. Exactly. Yeah. Multi-purpose. Um, <laughs> and I have done some very cheap things with it. Gotten over a few puzzles quite easily. <laughs> Gotten over a few enemies quite easily. It, it's it's fantastic. Um, before Actually, before we get to, to my thoughts on Fuse, what do you guys think of the Fuse? I Simon, explain it. to us what the fuse is. So fuse is just I, a, it's basically a, a Simon, you said very different version of what's that? 
No, no, keep going. I was going to say, yeah, if you use a pared-down version of um, Ultra Hand, where you you are given the ability, you activate it via the uh, ability wheel, and you can look at an object and fuse it to either your shield or your weapon, and that's pretty much the the best I can explain of it. That's, that's it, really. Yeah, and it is used to attach stuff to your arrows as well. well I guess that's technically fused. I keep forgetting that's fused because I don't really do it with the, yeah. the option. No, <laughs> I know. Yeah, you don't, you don't use the option for it, but anyway. Yeah, I think Fuse for me is probably the second most frustrating power, as it were. Yes. Um, and not that's not saying much because I'm still loving it. I still think it's f- absolutely phenomenal. But because of the way it changes the properties of the way some weapons work, that's what keep that's what keeps throwing me. So I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna attach a big spiky metal ball to the end of my sword. Yeah, that'll make for a really powerful sword. And it's like, yeah, now it's a Damn. a mace. Yeah. Right, and now it doesn't now you can't cut things. And it's like, ah, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. And if you want to get rid of the big spiky metal ball, you have to destroy it. Which alright, then yeah, I guess. It's a small price to pay overall. But also it doesn't add as much to the durability of weapons as I was hoping. Some weapons. I found I mean, again, I'm, I'm early on, and I found if I if I attach a rock to anything, last for ages. I'm a simple. I think player. it's to do with the base durability of the weapon that you have. Okay, when so you like, fuse things to weapons, tell me how you guys do it because I'm finding that I'm having to put the item on the floor and then do it, which doesn't seem right because when you fuse to an arrow, all you do is you you um what do you call it when you put you draw your arrow. Surely there's a, you, there's a real term for that. Not notch it, knock it, knock it, knock it, notch it. Yeah, you knock your knock, arrow. You knock, 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 knock the and loose, yeah. isn't it? You knock the arrow, and then you press up or down on the D-pad, whatever it is, and you can assign whatever you want to it. Pretty easy, and some of the effects are really cool. I especially shout out to the the keys eye. Oh, yeah. that's like mm-hmm. a tracking bullet. I love that. It's very very cool. Uh and also putting a pine cone on the end so whenever good. there is a uh, campfire around. And you blow them to kingdom come. Love that. But with weapons, is there an easier way to do it? Because I'm not doing it because of how fiddly it is. Uh, see, normally I'm just fusing things before I pick them up. Um, but yeah, I found that if I if it's after the fact, I'm like, oh, actually, yeah, maybe I should fuse something to this weapon. Then yeah, I'm dropping something on the floor to then fuse it. Surely there's a better way to do that. That's what I thought, but I don't know. Like, even if I you missed. have to do it to, like, via the menu screen or... Even if you have to hold items like you hold cooking materials, that well, could work. What would be nice if, like, if you could, if you activated the fuse power, and then, like, obviously you can pull up your weapon and your shield menus on the left and right D pad. If there was like a button, like a face button, you could press, like, because there's obviously drop and stuff like that. Like, put a fuse button in there, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I need that, and I need because you have the. And look, there are probably the people listening. To this is like, yeah, there's a really easy way to do that. You clowns, and you know, to those people, I say. We are clowns, but come and tell us that we're clowns at Stormwind AUS on Twitter. Um, be constructive or shut up, you know? <laughs> when you select your um, just items, so you have all your ingredients and materials and all that type of stuff, if you press up on the D-pad, you can scroll through them, but then wh- why isn't there a button to put them into my hand? Yeah. So if I want to do that with, if you want to drop uh, some wood and um, some flint to start a fire, you need to go into your menu screen and drop them both. I just want to be able to get the D-pad, on the D-pad, scroll through, drop them both. Easy. It feels odd that you can't do that. 
Yeah, when I saw you could you could pull up your inventory with the up on the D-pad, I was also hoping that would be a similar thing, but yeah, sadly. Because there's really no use to it. Yeah. Bring stuff up on the D-pad, really. No. Um, well, material-wise. So, mm. Fuse is cool. I just, I feel like I just haven't worked it out properly yet. And look, it does some, some sick stuff, like putting spikes on the end of a shield, so whenever you block someone, they get hurt. Yeah, cool. Putting a rock at the end of a wooden stick, all right. If you say so, I'll made, do it. I, I made a whip today, te- technically, I guess. <laughs> How do you make a whip? So I, I got a certain enemy's tail and um, attached it to like a, a sword. So when you swing the sword, the tail extends a little bit and then retracts. I'm like, cool, made a whip. That's, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done that yet, but yeah, I, I knew about that one. How about that recall? Combo. What's that? How, how are you feeling about recall? Recall? Um... It's one of those ones where nice. it's, again, very useful in certain situations. The thing that took me the longest to get used to with recall is, like, when you activate it, it, like, freezes the game. And it, the first yeah, couple of times, my yeah, I was like, cry. what the hell? Are we okay? Just- okay, I'm just moving this little cursor that I can barely see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's my biggest gripe in probably the whole game so far is recall just stops but- you dead in your tracks. I was kind of hoping it would be, like, stasis. You can walk around a little bit, even if like time moves very slowly and you can, you know, turn your camera to face something that's maybe behind you. But no, you can't do any of that. You are stuck staring exactly what's in front of you and then you can point at whatever's there and then you can activate it. And it's like, yeah, I think all right. It'd become a little bit too OP in a, in a fight if you could move as yeah. well. But also, it, yeah, but I mean, even if you move really slowly, it saved me. But even then, you the just fact that it, press down, like there's no charge limit on oh no there is there no no i don't use it often not really no so you can basically like use it as long as you like activate it and deactivate it like you can stop it before it's fully re-round wound you can start it again pretty much straight away that's one thing i do appreciate is no like cooldown on the powers the one time i've really used it is when we saw the gameplay trailer or the gameplay footage came out two weeks ago uh they showed that when rocks fall from the sky you can use your rewind on them to go up as a bit of an elevator to the Sky Islands. I did that once and I went up and then it stopped and the rock disappeared and I just fell. Like, okay. What's happening here? <laughs> I can't yeah, wait. There's there is a a layer between the Skylands and the and the land land, and I just can't get through that barrier from one way or the other. They're fighting me. Now, Simon, I realized I did actually bury the lead at the start. Can you give us your journey and your, your review of all the things you bought? Um, I'm going I'm yeah, to mute myself for this. Go nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I picked up basically everything uh, that was available. So, obviously, I got the Collector's Edition Switch, which uh, was my first OLED. Loving it. Um, the dock itself is gorgeous and shiny and gold. Um, got the Link Amiibo, which I've used once, and I can't remember what I got from it. Got a carry case because I needed a new carry case. That came with screen protectors, and I didn't realize because I also bought a screen protector on the oh. day. That carry case comes with a screen protector for the OLED and also the regular Switch oh, model. That's, that's nice. So that's really nice. And I wish I'd known that before I bought another one, but sorry, that means I've got a spare. So, yeah, works out. Um, and then, yeah, I got the Pro Controller, which also I absolutely love, but I'm having. I'm noticing a bit of an issue. I feel like the A button's a little bit uh, sticky almost. It it feels like it sticks ever so slightly. Not all the time, which is part of the annoying thing, 
And then also the right analog stick, if I move it to the left, I can hear a very slight click only at the very beginning of the movement. So I don't know if I've got a faulty one or if it's just not broken in yet. And maybe all of my pro controllers did that and I didn't realize. I don't know. Simon, so you bought um, a bunch of new Zelda things and one of your controls is sticky. I'm not going to make the joke, but I think all of our listeners can. <laughs> yeah, look, look, it, the low hanging fruit is there. All right. And you, you and then, grabbed yeah, onto your low hanging fruit. <laughs> I also bought the collector's edition of uh, the game itself. So that came with a metal poster, which is pretty cool. I wasn't expecting that. A metal poster? Okay, display. Yeah. I know, right? That's exactly what I thought. I was like, all right, I'm chatting to display, have they? No, I I, I Um, wouldn't talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) But I've got a couple of displays. They're nice. They fall off my walls and they they damage my wall as well. The ones behind me, um, they, when they send them through, they just, this, Sticky backing just didn't work. They fell and they almost broke oh. one of my jack statues. Oh, and there would have been hell to pay. And look, to their yeah, credit, I, I, I shout out to them and they sent me new ones. I'm just like, if yeah, you send me the same <laughs> shitty sticky backing, like, I'm not going to use that. The, I've got 3M mm. um, Velcro strips on these. Ah, oh, fair enough. So yeah, pro tip to sense. everyone displays, disappointing. Oh, <laughs> I did. Um, yeah, the collector's edition also comes with an art book and uh, a pin set, which I've now figured out what those pin set are, like what they what they represent. Um, but I'm not going to talk about that because that's spoilers. And the art book I have not opened because of spoilers yeah. as well. It's just Mark sat off. there on my shelf in its wrapping looking very nice. So I also got the collector's, collector's edition, and yeah, like that art book is staying shrink-wrapped until I finish the game. Even if there's Did not like, get, like a little coin as well? No, that was a JB Hi-Fi no. for a Sorry. pre-order. Sorry if you got it. Oh, really? And it's weird. Um, it's a metal coin encased in plastic. Oh, okay. And it, it's kind of loose in that plastic that you can't yeah, open. It's just like so you can shake it in yeah. there, and it, you can it like rattles. That's weird. But you can't unscrew it. I'm like, do you want to just break it open? Chuck a magnet on the back, and we have another cool magnet for the fridge. Do you want something in the plastic? I'm like, okay. It's exactly like uh, the Breath of the Wild collector's edition. Also has a metal coin in a plastic They're case. Dumb. Give us the coin. The coin's cool. Yeah, it's like... So my, my Give us a rattle. Sealed, Give us a yeah. rattle. How do you feel about that I rattle, that, Jesse? I hope, that, I hope that picked up. I, I mean, I certainly yeah. heard it. Audacity's showing it. <laughs> Good. Audacity's showing it for me. You don't so. get this sort of quality on, on your other, like, more professional podcast, do you? <laughs> Welcome to Rattlecast. <laughs> Stop doing it, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that wanted to hear the rattle. You sound like one of the robot enemies having a... Having a a, fond- a fondle. <laughs> just jerking one off like me. Jerking one off, exactly right. Now, I've seen... I want to just touch on Ultra Hand a bit more. I didn't realise how much this was going to revolutionise the game. To me, it is le- le- the Legend of Zelda Ultra Hand. That's all I care about in this game. I'm building the wackiest shit. And I'm seeing online <laughs> the funny... My favourite video so far was somebody who spent ages making a little cart with a flamethrower at the front. They were going to drive it through crowds of enemies and burn them all down. And he starts it up, and he starts driving through grass. But because when you turn things on, everything turns on at once. You can't yep. um, kind of silo kind of things. Which is something I hope they patch, because if they do and you could do things in like segments and stages, holy shit, the things you could make. I want to, I want to see like a multi-stage rocket. Oh my god. <laughs> like, that'd be so cool. But yeah, he makes his car. 
And because the fire starts coming out the front, it's lighting the fire, the grass in front of you on fire, which lights the whole car on fire almost instantly. It then Link then like freaks out and jumps off on fire. The cart explodes. And then because the wheels and the rocket are still attached, part of it just starts rolling really fast the other way, setting everything alight. <laughs> it is so funny to watch. Um, you've got people who have made big statues with the flaming penis. Yes, um, I was about to bring that one like, up because that is my favorite. You guys have made a so dick and balls, far. right? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Like, the first thing they made was yeah. dick and balls. Yeah. And you like leaned up against people. It's like, yeah. So, Dickin' Balls are funny. Two of the best things I've seen, and not things I've actually done myself. Uh, one of them was hilarious. And it's, one of, it's, a, it's a cautionary tale about to remember what you're using to hit fans and stuff. Someone made, I think you, I know you made, a, made a boat out of like stuck three logs together with Ultra Hand, stuck a fan on the back. He was like, cool, I'm going to start this up by hitting it with my, um, my weapon. He was using an axe. <laughs> Which then, of course, turned all the wood into little pop- bundles of wood and just dropped them in the Holy water. Shit! I was like, "Cool." Mental note: put the axe away. Put the axe away. Yeah, look, I've I've done that myself. Um, I created a little little go kart. Um, basically, as soon as I touched grass in Hyrule, um, first thing I did was yeah, make a little go kart to go to the nearest stable, and. Um, yeah, I went to activate the, the fan that I had. And um, yeah, I also accidentally had an axe equipped and just cut my go-kart in half. And Heartbreaking. I'm like, oh. And oh. so the other amazing thing I've been seeing, and um, I don't think it's a spoiler because there's a couple of them on the introductory Sky Islands, is the Koroks that you've got to take to their friends. Oh my God. The best the one I've seen shit. is the one that's being carted around in a, in a cart crucified. <laughs> Yeah, crucified. Yeah, they've crucified and they're driving him around. It's yeah. the funniest. <laughs> so I lost the Koroks obviously they make a comeback from Breath of the Wild and the other games as well. But you can go around and find them by doing little environmental puzzles. But some of them have these big backpacks on, and you can pick up the backpack using Ultra Hand and stick it to things. So people are sticking them to rockets <laughs> and just launching them yeah. from that like like a cow in Just Cause. <laughs> it is so fun to watch. I am. It's really funny because I'm actually loving these Koroks because I've never done all 900 and whatever fucking Koroks in uh, Breath of the Wild because I'm not a sadist. How much did you spend on all your um, Pruder stuff? But that's it's unrelated, okay, mate. Go on. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, like, just seeing them around, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Like, this is a fun little moment. And I went to went to take one to his mate. It was like down the road, across the bridge, and then a bit further down again. And I was like, "Yeah, cool, direct route, no problem." Got a horse, got a carriage, attached it all together, started driving off, and then uh, immediately went into a camp full of enemies who had basically set everything on fire around me, almost killing my horse. Killed me, <laughs> ruined the carriage. It was fucking shambles. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk over there, kill all the enemies first, and then I'll take him. And then I got lost and spent 15 <laughs> minutes trying to find his mate again. I I have- I'm, I'm missing. I, I really I miss so much between Breath of the Wild and this. Is just that like chaos that ends in adventure, not just more chaos. 
So, like, games that try to create chaos like Far Cry 6 ruined themselves by doing that. They became broken. And they, they realized that, like, purposeful chaos isn't fun. It's that sort of situation. That weird immersive gameplay where just the, enough things have gone against you for the house of cards to come crumbling down. And it's fun. And can see you in a mm. weird direction. I, I, I forgot yeah. how much I missed that. And rolling through Hyrule and just having these like weird little encounters of seeing things in the distance. Like, oh. We mentioned building before. I have a new favorite character who I believe his name is Addison. He works for a building company. God, I want to strangle him. I love him so much. So he's putting up these signs for the president of this building company. You find across Hyrule there are these, like stacks of building materials because of something that happened. A lot of Hyrule needs to be rebuilt. Look, you'll watch the trailers. You know what happened. Which is a really, really clever way of getting materials out into the wild. I thought that was actually really well yeah. thought out. But he's like, I'm, I will put, want to put up these signs to please the president of the company. But he puts one pole into the side and realizes he has to hold it forever now. So there's always a little puzzle you can do to create something to hold the other side of the, the, the thing up. I think some of them are so clear. It is such a clever way to get you thinking very laterally about how you can use the materials in that world. I am, it may sound dumb. It may actually be my favorite part of the game so far. It's such a small thing, but fucking well done to Nintendo for thinking of like such a, natural way to teach things it's one of the things where you could do all those little quests and by the end you'll be an absolute master builder without realizing you've become one. Oh yeah there are there are a few which like <laughs> i i kind of i kind of want to strangle him sometimes because i'm like mate the post that you're holding has a big fucking spike at the end you can just shove it in the ground and you'll be all right but clearly that's not so, on I just said that his... I loved Addison, and you've come out against him, so I'm going to come against you now. Have you built anything in your life? I see your <laughs> soft hands, sir. They're the hands of somebody who's played, spent 40 hours in the last four days playing Tears of Kingdom, which isn't a bad thing. Just don't you, <laughs> yeah, te- I don't you tell him how to put a sign in, sir. Just Jesse, say, when there's spikes, you just put how de- There was the bookshelf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Done plenty of trips. He, he, he built a bookshelf, and he sure learned how to break friendship, <laughs> <laughs> break your heart. That's Aww. the most important part. See, um, I I love helping Addison because I um he's connected to obviously yeah President Hudson from President Hudson, yes, motherfucking Tarrytown, the only town of this game yeah. I actually give any sort of a shit about. But I keep <laughs> meaning to go and like go straight there, but I keep getting distracted every time. But um, I so I always that. help Addison. Will yeah. it be the one that I'm? Oh my yeah, god! It, t- it took me took me about thirty hours to actually get round to going like, there. So. I can see it. I've I know where that. it is. I'm like, I'll get there. I will. But once I stop being distracted by the rest of this world, okay, I'm going there after this podcast. <laughs> I straight yeah, to Tarry Tarry. That was in Breath of the Wild. That was probably my second favorite area in the game. Yeah, it was definitely. I've been Tide Island me. being first. Or no, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I have no, a feeling I'll, there will sorry. be something similar to it. Cool. There's okay, yeah, so they've, they've taken the that ideas and used it. Yeah, yeah. The ideas are reused. I'm glad Nintendo well. got my um, on this. <laughs> they, <yeah>. they listened, <laughs> Jesse. Jesse sent one and saw a this time. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it in crayon? Do, it doesn't say Joy Cons are written in blood. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Why is it yellow? Why is it piss yellow? 
<laughs> yeah, I pissed in an envelope and I mailed it to Nintendo. Right. Straight to Miyamoto. It's not outside the realms of possibility for you. I feel like you were going to say, you were better say make a cum joke. And then you said yellow. And you're like, is he, is he that sick? <laughs> and to answer the question. Yes. Maybe. Maybe, baby. God damn it. But going back to Addison real quick. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Thank you. Um, I, I like helping Addison out because he always gives you money. He gives you some area relevant food. He gives some good shit. Yeah. And, and then also like an extra item after that. And some some of the puzzles are super straightforward. There will be like a piece that's already made and you just lean it up against his sign and then that's it. He just lets go. Bam, done. Awesome. And then there are others where I, I make like the most cursed You make You could so over-engineer it. I love <laughs> I it. Yeah. Every time. Because yeah. that's the thing. Sometimes sometimes I'll like go, okay, yeah, cool. Easy, straightforward. This will just be like one piece of wood. Bam, done. Then he lets go of it and it will fall in the complete opposite direction to where I'm expecting it to fall. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And and then I'll fix it. I'll be, all right, here's and do another piece. And yep, all right, fixed it up. Cool, that looks good. All right, let go of it, mate. He lets go of it. It falls over in another direction i'm like for fuck you know what i'm gonna build a little box around it and it's gonna fucking sit in the box can't fall over if it's in a box i feel like this is the part of the game that i'm good at because i've been like even the first one you found you could just build like an owl piece that you could just lean up against it yeah you're fine and i did i'm like ah look it works but it doesn't look good <laughs> so i i spend time doesn't making a the perfect a frame okay. for it and you lock it in it's like okay good 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 it's, and then you talk to him and he's like, oh, it works now. Oh, I'll nail in the next post and my A-frame disappeared. I'm like, you, I, it was A for Addison as well. You son of a bitch. I, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I guess well, speaking of. I was going to say real quick before we move on. It's not a major complaint, but I do, like doing those little Addison puzzles did make me wish I could sort of alter the length of like the timber sometimes. Not again. Yeah. I, it's obviously maybe asking a bit much, but that would be incredible if I could do I mean, that. You have an axe. Yeah, but like, I, it'd be, it'd, it'd be yeah. cool if you could cut. Yeah. Things. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I agree. I agree. If they made a standalone Hyrule building simulator, oh my mate. god, like Zelda, Zelda like Minecraft. Dragon- <laughs> well, I was going to say Dragon Quest builders, but Zelda Quest builders. <laughs> <laughs> Just put Tingle sure in there; it'll be fine. Can you somebody know. make like a mod to one of the VR building games where you rebuild like Tarrytown? Oh god, yeah. Sick. Finally, a reason for me to awesome. use VR. Mm. Yeah, I pulled mine out of the cupboard the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll boot it up and make sure everything's up to date and everything." It's been two and a half weeks; I haven't touched it. <laughs> well, speaking of enemies, I guess wasting money is an enemy. What do we think of the yeah. enemies in uh, Simon? Tell us about some of the new enemies in uh, Tears of the Kingdom that you find early on in the first area, at least. So you come across these little Zonai construct bastards. Um, which have weirdly long, like elongated necks at times, kind of, kind of unsettling. Um, and they they make siren noises and then throw stuff at you and whack you with sticks and shoot bows at you. And they're cool. Uh, they're they're fun little enemies. There's quite a few varieties of these zonai constructs that you come across. That's obviously in addition to all of the regular Hyrule enemies. But there's also more additions. There's a few. Returning enemies well, like, from like, previous games. We spoke about them last yeah. week. We were talking. Well, yeah, yeah, last week we were talking about Zelda games. Um, yeah, you said they look like a prolapse stainless then, and they look even more <laughs> like a prolapse stainless now. It looks like Simon's hernia. <laughs> I have. I would. I do want to say as well. I fucking love the 
the new look to the enemies, like the Bokoblins and all that, mm. I think that's great. Like just giving him different yeah. horns and stuff, and like it's just a good small change, but I love it. What are the robots called again? Yeah, the zone construct. What I really like about the constructs is so the powers you have, your Ultra and they are Zonai influence. They're, they're from, in nature. Yeah, Zonai in nature. So some of the constructs have similar or the, well, the same powers. So some of them have fused weapons together. Some of them are using yep. Ultra Hand, not as creatively as you can, but to pick up things and hold things. It's really cool, especially because you're seeing those sort of enemies pretty early on and they can fuck you up. Yeah. They really, really can. Um, have you guys come across, obviously we've got the, what are they called? The big rock monsters? The Talus? Taluses, yeah. Yeah. Have you come across the Talus Bacoblin? Yeah. Fucking yep. whatever. It messed me up. <laughs> yeah, the first the first time I came across one, it was pouring down with rain. So I couldn't get on the back of the Talus properly to actually kill it. So I'm like, you know what? As soon as, soon as I died, I reloaded my safe and I waited out the the rain. I was like, right, I'm just going to wait for the rain, wait for the rain, and then I'll go in and I'll start fucking shit up. Worked. Worked perfectly. It was great. <laughs> Had a great time. Last week, when um, Sophie was on the episode, we spoke about an old Tom situation. An old Tom situation for anyone who didn't listen to the episode, which you should go back and listen to it and give us five stars and do all those sort of things, is the, you know when you see a cartoon and there's like a fish skeleton and the, the head is perfectly, it's like fine and the rest is just bones. That's an old Tom situation inspired by the old cartoon, old Tom. I'm walking across a bridge um, in the in the west side of uh, where, you, where you dropped down Hyrule and there is a Hinox sleeping on the bridge and there's a pile of rubbish around him and I'm I'm sneaking around and I see something poking out. I'm like, what? What's that? It's an old Tom situation. There's an old Tom situation <laughs> happening in this pile of trash next to this Hinox. So I'm thinking, I need to zoom in with your camera, take a photo of it and show it to Soph. Every button in this game does something and it's annoying and it's not 100% intuitive. So I try every button. Turns out it's pushing down your right analog stick. Brings up your camera. Your little zoom in camera. You know what doesn't? The down D-pad. You know what you <laughs> no, shouldn't do? Whistle directly into a sleeping <laughs> high enough <office's> ear. <laughs> and that motherfucker was mad. Well, yeah, it was sleeping. He was sleeping, yeah. And you just whistled in his I ear. I fought him. Oh, it was an epic battle. <laughs> I almost had him. <laughs> and then he just stepped on me and I died instantly. <laughs> yeah. That was... Oh, God. So one issue I ran into um, shortly after touching grass in Hyrule was I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm down in Hyrule. I'm going to go for a little bit, of an, little bit of an exploration, see what I come across. And I came across a tower and I'm like, okay, can't get into the tower. That's all right. And I came across a shrine and I was like, okay, cool. I'm climb my way up into the shrine. And um, I was solving it, but I kept dying because I was lacking one key item. Because essentially, I had to sort of catapult myself across a big gap, and the fool was killing me. And I couldn't do anything to prevent myself from dying to that fool. And I'm like, well, I need my paraglider, clearly. But it's like, where do I get the paraglider from? And how long into the game until I get the paraglider? That's really frustrating because I've touched down. I've gone for a wander. I found a thing that I'm literally just straight up not allowed to do at the moment. And the game 
doesn't tell you you're not allowed to do it. It just says, no, no, you can do it, but you're gonna you're gonna die. You're gonna fail. There's nothing you can do to stop yourself from dying and failing over and over. And I'm like, well, this is annoying. And then yeah, as soon as I picked up the paraglider, I was like, all right, fuck, it, I'm going straight back there. I'm gonna fucking do this. And sure enough, problem. When you bloody annoying. Actually, I won't talk about too much about paraglider, but I'm gonna take a bit of a detour here. Can we talk about the music in this game? Because it's um oh, uh, the best. <laughs> Beautiful. So, so the, the, the opening s- cinematic, and again, we won't go too much into it because it will give away some story. It is one of the most unnerving, alien-sounding pieces of music I've heard in a Zelda game. And again, my knowledge of the Zelda soundtrack mm. isn't as rich as most people. It, it is phenomenal. And then a little bit later on, when you're near Hyrule Castle, there is a piece of music that plays that is so reminiscent of the music played in season eight of Game of Thrones, unfortunately. This the scene, the build up to um Aya stabbing the Night King. <gasps> There's like a little montage. Oh you know, well <laughs> hmm. but, you'd recall on that one, eh? Um, screw them. <laughs> there's like a really I didn't love the piece of music in Game of Thrones actually, but they've redone it here and it's a lot better. <laughs> Outstanding. What do you guys think of the score? You guys know what the score for Zelda games is normally like. How I mean, does it compare? It's, I mean, as I have seen some people talking about it. I do think I didn't mind the score to Breath of the Wild being so minimalistic. I appreciated it. I actually really liked yeah, that. Yeah, but I do see they seem to have taken some notes from that and they've still kept the similar style, but there is some music that, you know, calls out a bit stronger than others occasionally. Again, I won't spoil any areas, but um, a lot of the stuff I've done in the northwestern area of the map, the music's been wonderful. In particular, the story place you go to, as you progress through the story thing, the music builds and it's just chef's kiss. It's, it's really good. Awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. And also some of the music when you're riding your horse, it's the same bass, so like the same basis as uh, Breath of the Wild's horse riding theme. I've ridden a horse but yet. then. And then there's like added music on top of it, and it's awesome. Also, the shrine so music, the love shrine. it so much, fucking better than those goddamn Sheikah shrines, because that that irritate that eventually really sort of it wore me out. I got so fed up of it after a while, and I was just sick of hate being in a shrine for more than ten minutes because I'm just hearing that music over and over. Whereas these shrines, the music's just awesome, and I'm. I can, be there for hours and not care. You reminded me, and again, we're sort of jumping all over the place. I'm we're not going to spoil anything here, but if you've played the game, and I think you two will immediately know what I'm talking about, the way that you unlock the map is one of the coolest things so I've good. ever seen in a game. It's so fun. It's astonishing. I guarantee you at the, uh, how can I say, the pinnacle of each time you do it, you will take a screenshot and it will be the best thing you've ever done. And what it I also stunning. love about those is, first of all, you can you can activate that thing at any point when you go back to that tower, which is often just a really good way to get up really high and maybe go in a different direction. Yeah, yeah, I've used that yeah. a few times to sort of, or, or I've gone, I've gone up, uh, like I've I've managed to sort of make my way up, and I've gone, oh okay, there's there's something over there, um, shit, okay, and then gone back to the tower after I finished doing whatever it was that I was doing. And then gone, okay, I can find my direction that I want to go in and just go. 
it's really nice just to sort of have that height, that elevation. This yeah, game's really highlighted this is the gulf between a good and a bad game of late because now I haven't played it yet, and maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. We've been sort of sunk in in the Zelda sphere for the last few weeks. Redfall is gar- is, is trash. <laughs> it's garbage. I watched Skill Up's YouTube breakdown of it, which was fantastic, um, well worth watching. And he's talking about how um shit. What's the developer? Um, Arcane. Arcane is normally Arcane, quite yeah. good with giving you a few different ways of getting past a locked door, for example. So, like, take Deathloop. Every door would have multiple ways to get past it. If you were sneaky enough or you found a little loophole or something in the environment, yada, yada. In Redfall, you don't, you don't do, have that. It's, you find the key. There's one way to do it. You find the key and you get through. I love that Zelda has no door has a key anymore. Every problem has a thousand solutions to it. Yeah. And like you can brute force your way through things, or you can spend forty five make forty five minutes making an A frame. <laughs> it is so cool. <laughs> there is, I, I ran into a problem, and as soon as I say what my solution was, you guys will probably click with what it was. In the in the western area, I ran into a problem, and there were so many ways I could have, I could have flown over it, made a tower and flown over it. I could have made a bridge. I could have made a vehicle. I could have come back with stronger weapons. I could have fused weapons together. Or I could just set the earth ablaze. <laughs> and that is exactly what I did. Yeah. I made a mighty fire. <laughs> Everyone was yelling at me. And it worked. It's beautiful. <laughs> results, you know. Results matter. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think, something that Breath of the Wild did really well. That Tears of the Kingdom has just elevated. And it's like, you have your area. You've got a puzzle to solve. You've... You need you need to jump that gap. You need to kill that guy. You need to do something. You have to do the thing. How you do the thing is entirely up to you. And that is just incredible in this game. I loved it in Breath of the Wild. I feel like the relative freedom it gives you to solve puzzles and stuff was awesome. Think- you know, turning your controller upside down to do those. It was so fun. That was so clever. <laughs> so, like, just the fact that you could though was like, oh, cool, that's great. And then this game is just like, who gives a shit? Rewind time. I feel like make a robot. I don't care. Breath of the yeah. Wild expanded out horizontally, so the world was in front of you. You could go do everything. I find that Tears of the Kingdom does it does it as well, but it then expands vertically. It makes every moment so deep and rich because you can do. A thousand, there's a thousand different permutations of everything you do in the game. Yeah. And it's not so much, uh, uh, my experience in this game was different to yours because we took different paths and we explored in different ways. I could play the game fundamentally different to you. Yeah. yeah. And we would have 100%. completely different stories to tell each other, even if we followed the same beats and we went to the same areas. Because I'm, I'm, I'm very building focused at the moment. Everything's, yeah, I'm going to make a fucking, uh, a Zoid. I'm gonna make a liger. <laughs> but I've been I've been finding that I'm using ascend to just try and like try and circumvent things. Be like, oh, I need to climb all the way up there, but to do that it's gonna take me ages, or oh, I need to go round this way or whatever. And I'll just be like, Can I can, can I just ascend? And I'll just ascend up through something and I'll be like, oh. And you're in a new area. Sweet. And at first I was kind of bummed that they didn't have a, a descend. But I'm like, no, 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 this is good. It's forcing me to explore. In the same way that the breakable weapons mm. in Breath of the Wild force me to use every other weapon, 
this is make is forced me to explore in different ways because okay, I can look up and see that there's a there's an area I can ascend. But if I do, I'm going to loop back around to explore this area in a different way. Maybe I come from a different angle. So you start thinking about things a little bit differently. The am I going to miss an opportunity here? Am I going to waste time here? At no point have I ever done it and thought I've wasted time. I've just found something weird. Yeah. There's weird shit going on in this place. And oh, there are so. And another thing I love about Ascend is, let's just say there's a structure you can't get into, but there's a well nearby. You can you can mm. dip down into uh, down into the well and uh, ascend your way a smart back up. Chef thought about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story so far. Uh, all right, are there any other noticeable differences between Breath of the Wild and uh, TikTok? <laughs> well, you both sort of raised actually a point that I want to bring up, which is the wells um and how it sort of goes into the verticality i guess because it's not just oh you have just hyrule to explore but also there's wells that you can go down and there's loads of caves and the, stuff uh, to sierra for a river and, or whatever it was an elden ring and <laughs> like there's, <laughs> there's so much more to just check out like even the places that you're super familiar with you go there and you're like ah oh, there's something new I'm going to go down into that well and see where I end up. And you end up in some like massive cave system and you're in there for 45 minutes mining rocks. So good. <laughs> and just great. I do wonder, I do wonder if so, I would love to know how Miyamoto feels about this game. Cause I do remember the stories obviously of Zelda, which is about like, because of him just like walking around his neighborhood and like exploring like the, the addition, it's such a small thing, but adding the caves to the, to as an mm. explorable thing has just blown this map wide open. Because, uh, I mean, yeah. not that I was genuinely super concerned about it, but obviously there was a lot of talk. We're going back to the same Hyrule. And obviously I'm not going to give anything away about the map itself. But, I mean, as I was landing, I'm like, cool, I can see some initial changes. But um, when I saw my first cave, I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck it. This is great. I'm into, I'm into it. Let's just get <laughs> lost in this cave and see where we go. And then suddenly you like, I can cry all the time. <laughs> I think- we described <laughs> when we spoke about Ragnarok last year. God War Ragnarok, we're revisiting the same realms, yeah, but they've twisted them. Mm. So an area that was once desert is now snowy, for example. Or, you know, was once a built-up town is now destroyed, and you can go underneath it. It is it is a very very nice t- uh, twist on the familiar. So everything does feel new, but you you don't feel lost. I don't know it. It's such a strange feeling when you walk around you and you recognize something, or you're like, you have these memories that flood back from Breath of the Wild. I'm glad I've I've only played through Breath of the Wild once, and I haven't touched it for a while. I'm kind of glad I have because I've got, I don't know, this is weird recall. Ah, recall. Ah. This weird recall I'm having with, with certain areas. I'm like, I, I've been here. Like, I recognize those trees. It's such an, an, an odd feeling. Hmm. I think it's slightly different for Kyron and I because we both just Absolute replayed pervert. Breath of the Wild. Couldn't help myself. Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. And I realized I hadn't done all 120 shrines on my main I save. I can't believe that. I hadn't finished all of those. But it was just one of those things that I was like, yeah, look, I'll get around to it, and then just never did. And so the night before Tears of the Kingdom came out, I was up until about 2 a.m. just Cranking finishing it. off the last like half dozen shrines. Yeah, that too. Cranking it. Ultra Hand, baby. Um, <laughs> but, oh, we an episode where we don't eventually come. Be- Impossible. That's fair. This is largely your fault. 
I watched Sorry that I make you come. <laughs> so you should be. It's rather inconvenient. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's also clearly been a bit of a time skip as well between Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, which also helps with that same thing, but kind of new in a way. Um, it will become a lot more apparent sort of as you explore where the changes are and who's changed and what's changed and stuff like that. I'm really enjoying just some of those more subtle ones. I'm like, oh yeah, it's clearly been a while, and I like I like the difference. The, the thing that gets me every time is when I go to a, a location, I'm like, huh, there used to be a shrine here in the first game. <laughs> it's just like not mm. there anymore. You, you mentioned yeah, the passing yeah. of time. It, it, it really knows when you realize, it's going to sound really wanky, the rise of industry in Hyrule. So you have the building, well, the building company, you have a newspaper now. It's like, oh, this feels matured. but. To get back onto the onto the wall, the differences between Breath of the Wild and this, I want to bring up cooking, because cooking is one of the funnest things to do in these games. It's such a quirky little thing where you can look. Most people cook for the the different buffs and and properties of the elixirs and yada yada. I just want to see what will happen. Like, what kind of fun meal can I make, and would I want to make that myself, and will I make that myself? And the music and the cooking jingle. Oh my god, the cooking jingle! Yeah. So oh, I, I, and I sometimes love when- it. And when Link yeah, hums yeah. a little Zelda he song to himself so as well. Um, you can now save recipes, which is so good. So if you make, you know, you add two chilies to a steak, you make chili meat, chili, chili steak. steak. You can now just click on the chili and you get a recipe, type, press chili steak, and you have all the ingredients in his hands. I forgot how to cook. It took me a really long time in Breath <laughs> of the Wild because cooking in games is normally a system that I just don't give a shit about. Same with like adding runes to weapons and that type of stuff, like enchanting weapons. I, I just, I don't care. I just don't care. Don't. That's, that's one system too far for me. So I ignored it at first in Breath of the Wild. And then I realized everyone's having fun with this. It seems a lot more simple and a lot, a lot more useful. I'll give it a go. And that I got really, really into it. But it took me ages to work out how to actually put ingredients into the pot. You have to hold them and then place them in the pot. You can't just drop them. I forgot that. As soon as I was playing Tears of the Kingdom, I'm just dropping a steak and be like, cook. <laughs> All right, the cooked steak. Just like actually, in real life. <laughs> and they're separate. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> that was frustrating. Are there, are there any other major differences you're finding between the two? On, on, the, on the note there of cooking, um, one thing that I really enjoyed is finding ingredients that weren't in the first game. And yes, that's been yeah, great. There's lots of. Jeez, um, ah, differences like that, though. I don't know. Uh, being able to throw things. Um, so, in I don't think this was in Breath of the Wild. I have zero recollection of whether or not this is actually a thing in Breath of the Wild. But if you have, like, if you press the R button to go to throw your weapon, you can then press up on the D-pad and choose an item that you're going oh. to throw instead. And that is really useful in a few areas in particular, because um, there are these flowers that you can find that have, like, emit light or there's i don't know fire stuff that you want to throw things like that you guys you've both been to the gazette the newspaper absolutely and i'm invested in that quest line i i I need i need that yes desperately yeah there's a guy outside he's like oh uh i used to run the table here i'm now outside because i threw a pine cone into the fire and it caused an explosion and updraft of wind which blew all the newspapers around did you immediately then throw a pine cone into that fire that he's in front of? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I did. The, I the did. second he stopped talking, I'm like, ye- yeet. 
<laughs> he gets <laughs> he got so mad. <laughs> and then yeah. I did I did it again to the lady just down the path who says the same thing. So I did it again, and she yeah. gets so mad. Starts yelling to uh, you about her, like you've ruined her hair. Something like that. So good. See, I I, I didn't stick around. To, I, I was just like peace and ran off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like um, being able to to throw items is actually really useful. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just finding I'm using that a lot more than I. Would have thought I would. I, I would not have even known that was a thing if it wasn't for the shrine that told me how to do it, honestly. Like, yeah. I just realized there's something I can make in this game. Oh. Okay. History time, boys. Do you guys know what the Bob Semple tank is? The name rings a bell, but I wouldn't be able to tell you anything right. about it. So, um, a friend of a friend of mine explained this to me very drunk one night. Um, and a year later, I saw her again. And after a few drinks, we couldn't shut up about this tank again. It's a tank that was invented by a New Zealand inventor who was also part of their government. He was insane. Who made a tank that was literally just a garden shed with a gun on it and some wheels. In no way was it bulletproof. (laughs) Okay. It is a piece of shit, but it is the most polished turd on the earth. Okay. He made a bunch of these and he said, hey, New Zealand army. We need to put this in. I've made this for it to defend our country. You need to roll this out. And they just said, fuck off. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to make the Bob Simple tank and I'm going to tweet it out and people are going to learn Bob Simple's name. Oh my God. I, I've, right. I've just had like an epiphany. God, this game's <laughs> so good. It's, it's, it's so ingrained in my brain. It's, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm just, can't, when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. I was driving yesterday um, and also went under a bridge and I was like, I could ascend through this. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's the level I'm at. Cra- at the if you crashed yeah, in a tunnel, you could. Uh, it's slightly different ascension, but yeah. We'll never forget your princess die. <laughs> <laughs> what, Kyron? Too soon? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, now, it's so hard to talk about this game. I, I've been biting my tongue. I've always spoiled so many things. I'm mm-hmm. biting my tongue. This is why I sound very stilted right now. Are there any areas of concern in this game? I mean, the only one is the really low-hanging fruit to go to, and that is the fact that this, it, the game's doing the best it can on the Switch, obviously. Um, yeah. I do think it's helped a lot not being tied down by having a Wii, like being a Wii U port or whatever. Yeah, so, so being actually built for the Switch is helping, but there are still, you know, areas of slowdown and stuff that I have noticed. But again, it's like, I'm like, I don't care because it's as I'm making some insane contraption to kill some guy, like, just down the road. So I, I live with it. Yeah. <laughs> this is- That's the thing. Uh, I, I bring this up a lot, and I get chatted down about it a lot. When I say I don't care about frame rate, if a game's good, a game's good. This is what I mean. The frame rate in this game does drop a fair bit at times. Okay. Cool. Still completely playable. I'm having fun with it. It's not it's not a, a, a first person shooter where I need, you know, perfect twitch controls. It's not that sort of game. It doesn't need to be yeah. 60 frames per second. I, yeah, I'm no. fine with it. And that Absolutely. this is what I mean. A game doesn't have to perform 110% on the system it's on, as long as it's fun. I I I I'm hoping this can be used as an example going forward to people who, you know, assume the game's not 60 frames, like doesn't mean it's going to be a bad game, though. Let's move on from 
frames equal, equaling quality. It's not ne- uh, it's yeah, not necessarily like the case. Can be, but not necessarily. We're reaching reaching that sort of point, I guess, um, with the frame rate discussion that we reached about graphics back in the PS2, early PS3 days, where everyone's like, but are the graphics any good? And so it doesn't matter. It could look like 16 bit of impersonating himself. I think he was, yeah. Okay. I've never given a shit about graphics. I'm a Nintendo yeah, no, fan. No, no. Yeah. You think I've ever given Which a shit? Which made no graphics. sense. What? <laughs> <laughs> the hypocrisy of it. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I've I've found that Ultra Hand, particularly in the starting yeah. area, can be slow at times. Uh, Digital Digital Foundry did do a really good video on the frame rate. Do not watch it if you want to remain a hundred percent spoiler free, because there are some very, very mild spoilers in the video itself. So if you want to listen to it, I guess play and then scroll down, but maybe don't look at the comment section or minimize don't, the tab. Don't just go to just a different just tab. Just watch it. Don't listen Just to don't it. it. You've listened to our podcast. What else do you want? You're good all the now. content you need. But, yeah, true. Stay here. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our other episodes. Yeah. Our episodes are at a smooth 60 frames per second. <laughs> we run I think, in I, I think you I've skipped out. frames occasionally. We, we run in performance life. mode, not quality mode. Yeah, the, there, are, there are times when Kyron's webcam goes down to like 240p. Yeah, hey, your, yours has done <laughs> it to me too, Simon. Yours has been doing it tonight, to fair, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> or that's just how you look sometimes slightly fuzzy <laughs> yeah like a yeah, pot of dubious true. food um i do have a few issues with i think <laughs> because there are so many systems at play the button mapping can get quite messy it there's a lot of things going on at any given time again down the directional pad is a whistle just a heads up for everyone so that can be a little bit annoying um going back to the performance issue you, you I forget about it, the performance issues, until I get to a loading mm. screen. And because when it loads in, it's like the map and then nothing, and then there's text. And I feel like there should be text. It's a minor thing, but it, it breaks me back into re- um, remembering that. Yeah, and also, that's uh, this is one of the few times where I've sort of looked at a game and gone, if this was on PS5, that would be amazing. Because when you go into a shrine, you just walk mm. in. You don't have to stand on a lift and press the button for the lift and then go down the lift and then the loading screen. It's just, you waltz right in. And there was absolutely a part of my brain that was like, if this was on like a PS5 or a decent computer, there'd just be no loading screen and that would be awesome. But obviously it's on the Switch and there is, and I also get why there is, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Really. It's, it just frankly, it's just a mind. miracle that this, like... The Switch cart is this is like what sixteen gig or whatever, like a like a gig yeah, or something, something like more that. than the original Breath of the Wild, and for all the stuff they've added, and for how mm. well it does run for most of like I just it's it seems like a miracle in some in some ways like that this even works. Oh, I didn't 100%. even check how big yeah, the game was. I just assumed I'd need a new memory card. So when I went and bought, I went and bought a two fifty six memory card for it. A waste of eighty bucks. <laughs> Nah, the two fifty six pretty good size for the Switch. Yeah, it's pretty much. Fine. You're like set once you have that much memory for the Switch. I mean, look, I <laughs> yeah. rarely play my Switch. This will probably be, I can't think of what the next game on Switch um I'll play will be, you know, before a new Switch comes out. <laughs> Let's wait and see what happens yeah. in the back half of the year, I guess. Pikmin four, baby. Oh, also Sea of Stars. I'll be playing on a PlayStation. I'm good. I'm probably gonna play it on PC. I'm, pro- I'm gonna double dip on that game. <laughs> you that game absolutely. So Capitalist pig. 
It's okay for indie games. Hey, I want to support a lovely indie game, okay? Mm. Buy Signalis right now. It's on special. So, it is on special. I'll give, you, I'll give you to everyone at home, though. When if, you, if you buy a game, you also need to play it. I didn't realize it was, it was two parts to that. I bought it. I, I, I yeah, didn't realize I, I, it. I haven't played it. But I've yeah, <laughs> got the money, I guess. Exactly. Thing. Supporting it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the next thing I'll play will be the Dredge DLC, but I've already got it. So. Oh, love Dredge. Guess. Now, here's a question. And it'll be... I, this isn't your official answer. You can only give the official answer when you finish the game, I guess. But at the moment, with the limited amount of time that you're spent with the game, is Tears of the Kingdom better than Breath of the Wild? There might be some recency bias, but I'm going to say yes. I, I think I'm leaning that way too, if only because, without saying anything more, that there's Zelda in my Zelda, and that's what I wanted. There is. There is some Zelda in your Zelda. There's... There's a lot that I'm very appreciative of, and I think some of the design choices are incredibly clever and a great way to make you want to explore. And that, and again, but, without without giving away what happens in it, that opening cutscene set an atmosphere yeah. and a mood for this game oh, that I'm hooked so on. Good. And that's the thing. And like, we were obviously slightly concerned, like, oh, we hope the story takes place in. Real time rather than all being in memories like it was in Breath of the Wild. And I think this game's got a fantastic balance. mystery about it. There's a nice little balance between that. Yeah. There's things that you're trying to figure out. And I am loving it. Like every time there's a crumb given yeah. to me, I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. I need to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, yeah, just, yeah, I, but, but I want to keep saying more, but it takes me outside of the little opening area because there's well, just so much to love. Based on the opening area, I would have said no. I like the opening area of this mm. game, but I think it it didn't have that real, like, taking the blindfold off and suddenly you're seeing the world sort of moment. Okay? It was, yeah. here's a playground. Learn the rules before you get down there. And I found that a bit frustrating. And especially because everything was an island there, there's a lot of backtracking. You don't have all your abilities yet. It can be a real pain in the ass to get around that first area. So that bugged me. But the moment I fucking landed, yep, Peter King is better by a fair margin yeah. because it takes a Breath of the Wild has, and in no way does is Breath of the Wild bad. It's one, it's no. not the greatest game ever made. It's been voted the greatest game ever made, and it just adds to the formula. It doesn't try to redesign it. It, it just adds. Yeah, it's not reinventing yeah. the wheel. It's not changing the genre. It's not a dark, gritty reboot. It's like <laughs> remember Breath of the Wild. Yes. Do you like building things? Yes. Enjoy. Cool. <laughs> Break oh it. God. We don't care. It, <laughs> Have fun. That's all I needed. It's, it's it's like if Breath of the Wild was like a solid, like stone-baked, top-quality margarita pizza, Tears of the Kingdom is someone's going, all right, here's some top-quality fennel sausage to go with it. Good and you're like, choices. I was going to judge you deeply for what you picked then. <laughs> fennel sausage. I was watching Jesse's face. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> done well this time. And for that, I'm going to reward you with some tears. Of the, you can play some Tears of the Kingdom soon. Yes. Can I? Can I play some as well? Did you say Fennel Sausages? We can pretend I did. No. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway because you're not the boss of me. I think I am the host of this podcast. So, well, you, you know, 
I want to pull that card, but it's <laughs> so not a boss mate. Boss. Yeah, we'll set we'll set up some dialogue options. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> okay, new rule: anyone who hosts a story mode gaming podcast is the boss. <laughs> so Simon, I'm sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll see you later, son. <laughs> Okay, we'll leave it there because we really need to play this game. And also, I need to rest because, guys, I don't know how I'm this sick. <laughs> I don't know how I'm podcasting right now. I, I'm going to put it out there. I'm uh, the I'm sickest impressed. anyone's ever been while podcasting. I'll say it. Mm. I think Divin- it's be uh, the Zelda rush getting you through it. Yeah. Possibly. I, I Yeah. I could be on my deathbed and I'd be like, Mm-mm. sorry, Grim Reaper, fuck off for a bit. <laughs> I've got some shit to do. I've got a shelf to make. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, if you want to listen to why that shelf joke was funny and other in-jokes we have, we are available on Spotify and iTunes. Go check us out. Go give us some love. Follow us. Review us. Rate us. Subscribe to us. Tell your friends, your enemies, your lovers about us. And while you're at it, tell them about Dialogue Options, our more video game-centric podcast hosted by the lovely Karen and the equally as lovely Joel. You can't keep up to date with us on the old Twitter sphere. We have other socials as well, but I've I'm 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 only one man and I can't be fucked until we get that blue sky <laughs> invite. Which fingers crossed. Uh we are on Twitter at Story Mode A U S. Check us out. We have memes, we have jokes, we have polls, we have questions, we have competitions. Uh congratulations to Nikolai mm-hmm. who won our copy off Tears of the Kingdom. I uh, hope you enjoy that there, buddy. We're also individually on Twitter. Uh, Karen, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me where I am at LemonManX. And Simon. You can find me at Cy421, although I haven't been tweeting much because I've been too busy playing Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, and look, same. I'm at Jesse Spanner. I'm just reading about Zelda now. That's what I do. That's what we do now. It's who we are. It's who we are. Yep. And I hope that's who you are now, dear listener. Um, if you haven't played the game yet, I couldn't recommend the game more. I think we'll give more thoughts in due course, but this is trending as one of the greatest games ever made. If not the. The it's greatest game. It's pretty wild that we've gone through. You know how our generation's gone through so many unprecedented times? We've also gone through a few <laughs> unprecedented game releases, so I think it equals out. Like, I'll take a global financial crisis and COVID if I get a breath of water to tear the kingdom. That's some, like, top-shelf escapism. I'm all about it. Exactly. Yeah. Damn straight. That's why I play video like, games. I get to go down and do, like, manual labor in this game. <laughs> well, well, also crucify Koroks. Cook my meals. Yeah, exactly. All things we do, we want to do in real life. Rock bastards. <laughs> but thank you for listening. I hope you had fun. I hope you were tempted to play the game or you are playing the game and you agree with some of the things you said or disagree. Let us know on socials at Stormin AUS. Tell us how you feel about the game. But until next week, play some games. Play this game. That's it. Play this play game. Play this game, please. Bye. 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 Bye.